My name is Michael Markarian, and my family business is a packaging company that serves top brands all over the world. There's no debate that some packaging is harming nature and polluting our cities, and something needs to change. My goal is to show you that sustainable options exist and how you can implement them right now. This is the Sustainable Packaging Show. All right, so what are your sustainable packaging material options? We talk a lot about how to think about sustainability, but at a certain point in time, we got to talk about the actual options that you have available, and we're going to cater this to the cannabis industry because we believe the cannabis industry can be the industry that shows every market what sustainable packaging that's actually good for the planet is all about. So, Luke, here's our plan for the episode. Tell me that you're still on board with the format. I'm going to list through the different materials that we believe are viable, that can be used, that we're actively using in our products. And you're going to give a couple sentences, maybe one to two sentences on what it is to educate the audience. We're going to move fairly quickly here. And then we can also talk about some products that we're making right now in that material that if someone goes, boom, I really like that, you know you can reach out to wow, W-O-W at ContemporPackaging.com, and you can get a sample and a quote and so on and so forth. Ready to do this? Let's go. All right. So material number one, ocean-bound plastic. What is ocean-bound plastic? Yeah. Ocean-bound plastic is plastic that's recovered and collected within 50 kilometers of the coastline. So everything from the beach all the way back 50 kilometers preventing it from ever entering the ocean and continuing the, the plastic pollution problem. Awesome. So some products we can make out of ocean-bound plastic, it can be either 100% ocean-bound or as low as 10%. I think 25 is a good threshold where it's still, still substantial. One such item that we love is the pop top, right? It's a phenomenal option that can be made with ocean-bound plastic because there's such waste in the cannabis industry around pop tops. Super affordable, great option. We can also make concentrate containers using 25, oh, 55% ocean-bound plastic. So over 50% over fifty in the ocean-bound plastic in the concentrate container. Any others you want to mention? No, I mean, one that I really like is the VAC. So, it, you know, the clear PET material that you see a lot of, you know, blister packs in stores today. Um, still the same clarity, uh, but just with a much better story than virgin plastic. So you can make that to keep pre-rolls fresh, and that could apply to other industries too, right? I, I want to make those for Gillette razors, so it's not virgin plastic, but it's ocean-bound plastic. So Gillette razors can give us a call, right? Okay, let's go next. Material number two, hemp. Yeah, hemp is... You know, what makes it sustainable? Because people know what hemp is. Yeah. No, I mean, and we've had an entire episode on it, so I hope you guys watch that episode. If not, go back to that there one. There you go. But hemp is an excellent tree-free material, not cutting down any trees in the process, all while also sequestering a good amount of hemp – or sequestering carbon, not hemp, out of the atmosphere. You know, so really just a great story behind the plant as well as, you know, contributing to – not cutting down trees, which is so we got absolutely the lack of deforestation as well. So we have um, products out of hemp boxes, labels, uh, inserts, um, all paper products right now. We don't have a hemp plastic, that's a totally different category. There's t- different types of hemp plastic, some are more greenwashing than others, and we don't do hemp plastic at Contempo. We have people that are working on it, but I haven't seen a really great one yet. Anything else on hemp? No. All right. Next up is Contempure, which is uh, 
an incredible product, mostly in our flexible packages. I think we both love it, but also in pop tops. What is Contempure? Yeah, so Contempure is a is an additive that can be mixed in at about a one to one ratio with any plastic, which helps with when that plastic ends up in a landfill. So at its core, it really helps attract microbes to the plastic itself to then you know biodegrade and you know help eliminate virgin plastics from sitting in our landfills for hundreds if not thousands and thousands of years but it's still plastic but it's still plastic shouldn't we be avoiding plastics this is one of the things that some people say to us and it's also on our contemporary website that question and our mindset is until there's a viable plant-based alternative that is affordable that you guys will pay for that the market will pay for um and that preserves the product and keeps it fresh we have to look at how to make plastics more sustainable. And so long as they don't fragment into microplastics, which is an oxodegradable additive, we like certain additives. Contemporary is not oxodegradable, which is an important detail that many of you guys won't understand what that means, but some of you will, so I want to share it. Next up is bamboo. Talk to me about why is bamboo sustainable? Yeah, bamboo is really, we just mentioned it in another episode, actually, it really is like a weed. It grows extremely fast in you know not so great environments it really doesn't care where it grows um it kind of it's not a picky plant <laughs> so it'll grow quick it'll grow really wherever it wants to and with minimal resources being put into it so overall it's a very you know low impact material that can have a big impact on the shelf awesome awesome so what what products can actually Contempure, did I say which products we can make out of Contempure? Flexible packaging, just to jump back to that one. Flexible packaging is our favorite because those end up in the landfill whether we like it or not. Most of them are not. None of them are blue bin recyclable. Most of them, the great majority, are not even store drop-off recyclable. And of the ones that are store drop-off recyclable, virtually none of them make it to the store if you look at percentages. a very small percentage of people that do it. That's why we like Contempure for our flexible packaging. And I think we're the only company or one of the only doing the non-oxo-degradable additive in a flexible package, a.k.a. a CR barrier bag. Talk to me about bamboo packaging products. What do we make out of bamboo today, Luke? Yeah, bamboo is very similar to hemp as, you know, we're not using it as a plastic currently. We're using it for all board-based products, so everything from a folding box to a rigid box to, you know, a card that you may want to hold a, a joint blister on, um, you know, or a shopping bag. You know, there there's multiple different possibilities with bamboo um, outside of, you know, bamboo plastics. Awesome. So ocean-bound hemp, contemporary bamboo. Next up is tin. Tin. You guys know what tin is? Infinitely recyclable. we got a couple different types of tin. We have the CR locking tins, which use no plastic. We have two styles of round tins also that are hitting the market. So if you're looking for a sustainable round tin, reach out to wow at contemporapackaging.com. I don't want to go too much into tin because I think it's self-explanatory in the interest of time, but anything that you you would add? No, I just love it. That's all. <laughs> just love it. That's all we need to hear. Okay. Glass. Let's go with glass next. So what makes glass sustainable? Or talk to me about glass and sustainability. What have you captured and learned about it? Yeah. I mean, glass is really just a great product overall if you're looking for something that you know gives a little bit more of a premium feel, but is also avoiding plastic altogether. You know, it's, it's still, you know, an injection molded or a molded product, but without using that fossil fuel base that, you know, everybody uses for or, you know, plastic jars, plastic bottles. Um, it helps you get away from that while also being, you know, recyclable and having that 
you know, extreme factor of, you know, the perceived value and being reusable. That's what I think the perceived value, you're going to hold on to it. You're going to keep glass products. You're going to repurpose glass products. I think that's one of the big reasons that glass is sustainable. Next up, let's look at sustainable boards. So within the, uh, the world of board packaging, which is much of what Contempo does, we did it for 40 years. We've expanded to so many new categories, but board was our bread and butter for a long time. What makes board sustainable? What are some different categories or ways of looking at, I want to make my boxes more sustainable. What tools does, does a brand owner have? Yeah. I mean, you can go with, you know, something like an FSC board where you focus on, you know, the responsible management of where the wood inputs of your paper are coming from. We're not wiping out the Amazon forest to make boxes with FSC. Correct? Exactly. Exactly. Next thing you could focus on is, is recycled content within your board. Um, boards extremely manageable with you know mixing in you know thirty percent recycled content, fifty percent recycled content, all the way up to a hundred percent recycled content. Um, you know it was the first material being recycled and repurposed, so it's it's got a good system going on with, with different it's recycled great, content, big infrastructure. Yeah, um, and then I mean then you could honestly take a blend of both of those and go FSC with recycled content, and then you have the responsibly managed and tracked recycled content all together in one package. Mm -hmm. You could also go with the craft, like this vault box, Contempo's premier premium child resistant box in craft and the benefit of craft is it's it's not bleached, right? Paper exactly. paper doesn't naturally come out white, right? It's bleached. So if you go with the craft, there's less chemicals involved and there's a sustainability story there. If you're looking for sustainable packaging in the cannabis industry, email wow at contempopackaging.com. Talk to me about GRS. What yeah. is GRS and GRS certified? What do those words mean? Yeah, so GRS is the Global Recycled Standard. So they are kind of like how I just mentioned FSC and tracking, you know, if it's responsibly sourced, GRS does it similarly, but we're re tracking recycled content. So truly vetting out if this plastic is post-consumer recycled, post-industrial recycled, um, and showing you that it's not just somebody saying, hey, this has 30% recycled content in it, and you'll believe me. So <laughs> it's actually this term chain of custody, chain right? Of custody. You're, looking, you're looking for proof. Show me the proof that this is, in fact, recycled content. That's what GRS GRS does. Let's go next to PHA. Yeah. One of our favorite, I would say the most well-respected bioplastic in today's day. I think PLA had that until really people were concerned, is there access to industrial composting? And most PLA, correct me if I'm wrong, is industrial compostable and not home compostable. Right. But PHAs are largely home compostable. So what can we make out of PHA? And, and talk a little bit about PHA if you don't mind. Yeah, so PHA is an excellent you know, home compostable, a big, big emphasis on the home compostable over industrial compostable uh, resin that's manufactured you know, right here in the U.S. Um, and currently we have the ability to manufacture shopping bags out of it, which is you know, huge for the industry of, you know, the single layer fossil fuel based plastic bags that we all know and love um, that aren't recyclable and they're getting banned and they're getting banned everywhere. So one thing that's great about the PHA, you know, you have a shopping bag, something similar to, you know, the likes of the likes of this right here, a nice colored shopping bag. But 
you can just bring it into your backyard home compost and choose to dispose it there rather than tossing it into your trash can. It's really incredible, PHA. And and to, to speak to home compostability versus industrial compostability, I think not all PHA products will be home compostable in that they won't in order to be home compostable, you have to break down a certain percentage within a certain time frame. So the thicker the product, sometimes it doesn't compost within that time frame to get the stamp of home compostable, but the material still has the same integrity, the same toxicity testing where it would be safe to put in your home compost. Am I uh, explaining this accurately? Absolutely. Yeah. In order to pass the the home compostable test, I think it has to break down fully within 180 days. Obviously, an injection molded cap or something that's a little bit thicker, like you're noting at, isn't going to degrade as fast as, you know, a thin plastic bag. So you have that where it's still made out of the home compostable resin. It's just not falling within that set standard by a third party organization. I love PHAs. I think PHAs, there's a lot of potential and opportunity. We have some really unique things that we're, work, that we're working on for the cannabis industry around PHAs. Um, and things that no one's done before. And I think it's a very uh, non-intensive material product that we're going to come to market with. So stay tuned. If you're interested in PHAs, reach out wow at contempopackaging.com. If you're looking for sustainable cannabis packaging, reach out to wow at contempopackaging.com. Last on the list, let's talk about the woven or non-woven plastics. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I said the horrible word plastic, but talk to me about why it's sustainable. Yeah, I mean, so... Talking about woven plastics, so you know there's a lot of different things out on the market right now, like woven sachets, woven pouches, um, woven bags. But you know a lot of these woven things can be made out of you know plastics that have been fully recycled. So something like a GRS plastic, where we know it's a, a vetted, fully out plastic, you can actually get access to things like yarn and and string that are made out of these recycled plastics. Um, actually, don't know. Got the pouch hanging around? Got the pouch right here. This is for one of our fashion customers. Contempo before cannabis was 40 years, is still 40 plus years in the world of fashion, working with top brands. And what was this inquiry? It was was to replace the organza pouch, which typically wasn't sustainable. And what did you do here? Yeah. So the organza pouch um, is a staple in the fashion industry. And it's typically, I found out, made out of polyester. So what I did was found you know, a fully recycled GRS certified polyester yarn. And we were able to replicate the same exact pouch, but out of 100% recycled content. And just like that, you've made the world a better place. Look, <laughs> congratulations. Okay. Let's talk about the uh, reusable exit bag because super pumped about this, especially in New Jersey where there's bans to single use exit bags. So this is solving a problem created through regulation or not created through regulation, but a problem that the regulation was trying to solve or is solving, here's your solution. Yeah, so this is noting on the non-woven aspect of the topic you just brought up. So this reusable bag is made out of what's known as non-woven polypropylene. So it's actually plastic fibers that are essentially smushed together to create this solid surface um, and a bag that can be reused over and over again rather than taking your first bag out of a dispensary and tossing it once you get once you get your joint out of it. And perhaps you can you can sell those for a dollar or 50 cents or I think I see in Whole Foods nowadays you can get 5 cents off if you don't use bags or something to that tune. So These are opportunities. Sometimes the best idea is you don't reinvent the wheel. You don't need to recreate it. Look at what's working in other industries 
and do that. It's uh, sometimes a very simple and effective strategy. So you can combine some of these two as well. We have a example here of a new concentrate jar, which would be leave you very differentiated in the market. And it's a combination of glass and ocean-bound plastic. So that's a wonderful solution there. You could look at a glass flower jar with a 100% hemp label, or you could look at a contemporary barrier bag with a, I mean, you guys get the point. So you can mix and match some of these sustainable materials. When you do that, you want to think about the end of life, but these are other things we can figure out with you. So Luke, any closing comments on this material conversation, anything we missed, any other ones that you really love that you want to share with the, with the uh, audience here? No, I mean, it's really just thinking about the feasibility with each one of these materials in the packaging that you want to make. You know, you're not going to want to I guess you can make a box out of ocean-bound plastic, like a nice folding box, but I guess it's really not the main purpose of the material, really mm-hmm. looking at, you know, maybe a pop tube or something like that, uh, but really just feeling out, you know, what the story of the material you want to be is, and then will that material really apply into the product that I want to make? Right. Is it viable for the product? And we, we created that framework over there. I want to just point back to when you're looking to adopt sustainable packaging, what is the product that you're packaging? Because based on that product of vape versus flour, you're going to have less options with flour because freshness is such a factor. So what's the product? Number two, what's your environmental goal or what's your goal of the sustainable package? And then number three, what's the price point? For example, ocean-bound plastic is slightly more expensive than GRS certified. Not much, but slightly more. So if you're super cost-conscious, there are still sustainable options. You just might not have all of them available, but you can still make progress and you, you can still get the business benefit of going sustainable. Your consumers will appreciate you taking these steps in today's world. I believe that wholeheartedly, and I think it's only a matter of time before that uh, mindset is proven right and everyone's moving to sustainable packaging. Luke, close us out. Drop one last knowledge bomb on the audience. That's Luke's term, but I like it. Oh, man. It put <laughs> throw, me on throw, the spot. Throwing you on the spot. It's a tough one, but I mean, it's really like... What's your favorite? Do I you, guess... Out of every single material that we have, it's really utilizing recycled content in different ways. So whether that be something like ocean-bound plastic, GRS certified recycled, or you know using uh, a paperboard with different recycled content, really easy to do, uh, and we can get it for you really easily. As a well. lot of sustainability experts stand by that. The most sustainable thing you can do is take something that's already been created and extracted from the earth and repurposed it. But there are flaws in the recycling system, so. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to pick the path that's perfect for you. There's no perfect path or the path that's right for you, the path that you believe to be best. And like Luke says, if you're looking for that mushroom package that keeps the product fresh and biodegrades and is cheaper than plastic, and you're going to be just in your head for the next 10 years while we need you to step up to the plate and do something, whether it's with Contempo Specialty Packaging or somebody else. This is good for business as well. It's good for the planet. We need you to participate. Thank you for watching The Sustainable Packaging Show. We'll see you on the next episode. We are Contempo Packaging based in Providence, Rhode Island, and we're looking for phenomenal people to help us on our mission to make sustainable packaging the norm. So if you enjoy watching the Sustainable Packaging Show or you've seen any of what we do and you're interested in joining our team, please either email jobs at contempopackaging.com or go to contempocard.com slash jobs. 
Luke, what kind of people are we looking for to join our team at Contempo Packaging? If you're passionate about sustainability like myself and hardworking, uh, we're looking to add you to the team and, and fight this good fight and bring sustainable packaging to the world. We like to have fun. We like to work hard. If that sounds like you, if you're based around Providence, Rhode Island, we would love to talk to you and see if this could be the true dream job for you. I know it is for us, and we're eager to hear from you.